Good evening, everyone. Welcome to our Let's Talk Tottenham. This is the impromptu podcast rather than the one I do after each game, uh, just because of the massive news that's happened in the last couple of days. And I'm sure none of you have been living under a rock, so you know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, yesterday, I was absolutely devastated and gutted that Pochettino had been fired. Uh, it was like a breakup in many ways. Uh, I absolutely gutted her. And then waking up this morning to the news that Mourinho, the, the guy that I didn't really want to be in charge, was in. Uh, but I've now had time to think about it and process a few things. Uh, look on Twitter at all the comments. So I'm, I'm a lot more calmer now. And, you know, you have to back your team. You back whoever the team is. So I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll back Mourinho because he's our manager. But I, I kind of felt like it was almost being unfaithful to Pochettino. Uh, but anyway, it's a podcast here, just an impromptu one. Uh, I could have done one yesterday, about oh, an hour on Pochettino and an hour this morning on, on Mourinho, so I'll try and keep it a bit short and sweet. But uh, it's like my highlights of what Poch has done and, and his highlights in his time, uh, what I think we can expect from Mourinho and what I think the future holds. So without further ado, let's talk Pochettino, let's talk Mourinho and let's talk Tottenham. Right, so first things, uh, I, I think what I'll do is I'll go through the kind of uh, the, the timeline of what happened. So Pochettino, I, I heard rumours during the day that from a few papers that he might be fired or might walk or whatever, uh, but I thought they were just rumours, although the number of papers that were reporting that did increase through the day. So I thought, hmm, this isn't good and it's very worrying. Uh, then I went out in the evening uh, for some food, came back, turned the internet on, and the news was he'd been fired. My WhatsApp went mad, uh, and I was absolutely devastated. I honestly didn't think it would happen. I thought if he does go, it would be the end of the season. I didn't think it would be fired like this. So I was absolutely devastated uh, and gutted. Uh, and <laughs> I didn't really know what to do. Um uh, I was I was angry at Levy. Yeah, I, I I think he's been let down by Levy a little bit, or quite a bit, depending on how much you want to view it. Like he said, after sixteen seventeen season that we need to kind of make purchases, and I think the following season that we need to be braver. And I'm sure what he was referring to was more funds to buy players. Obviously, we had the stadium to come in. Uh. So the stadium is amazing and it's a good thing, but has it come at the detriment to the players being bought? I don't know. Uh, but Levy didn't buy those players. I, I'm pretty sure as well Pochettino wanted some players out in the in the summer. They didn't go. And I think possibly Levy's so stubborn. He's a brilliant negotiator, certainly buying players and selling players, like getting a world record for uh, Bale and, and big money for Berbatov and Modric. I think sometimes he's a bit too stubborn for his own good. So I think he's, certainly Ericsson, I read, I think 60 million he was trying to get, but this is a guy whose contract expires in, in less than a year, so teams are going to wait and get him on a cheap. Or, you know, when Spurs can't sell him, or just wait until he's free. So I, I think he just needed to get him go, let him go if Pochettino wanted him gone. I think he's been a bit cheated by that. Not cheated, but let down by Levy. Uh 
and I, I, I think he's been let down by some of the players who I think of down tools. Are, it's not guaranteed, and you never can be sure. But yeah, I think some of them have. Which, if they have, pretty much every one of those players, maybe the exception of Loris, uh, Tonga Alderweireld, and Dombele, who was bought in the summer, Sessegnon and Lacelso, the same. Everyone else, he's helped put on the football map or given them a chance or, or boosted their their stock. So if those players have stopped playing for him, I think that's fairly unacceptable. I think what I can say with, I think, confidence is that Sun this season has been the only one who's looked anything like his best and, and put a real shift in every single week. Uh, so I think he'll be absolutely devastated that he's gone. And my, my worry now... My worry last night was that now Pochettino's gone, will the players want to go? But I think the fact that we've got Mourinho in, a coach who's won things and a big name quickly, I think that might help stem that, stop that tide. Um, but anyway, I think I'll never end up seeing Pochettino in person, I don't think. So it's, it's only on here I can say thank you for everything that you've done, you and your, your coaches and all the players that you've brought in and, and have helped contribute it, it's been a wonderful five and a half years and he, you've done a, he's done an absolutely smashing job a wonderful job really punched above our weight uh before he came in we were we were trying to break into the top four i know Redknapp did one season but by breaking i mean consistently so you know martin yole tried didn't villas boas tried didn't sherwood tried didn't Redknapp once but into breaking consistently tried and didn't uh, and then Pochettino came in and now, you know, we're Champions League regulars now. We got to a final. We're, we're known throughout Europe now. And what he's done is, w- without what he did, there's no... Five years ago, we would never have got Mourinho, someone of that calibre manager. We would never have got anyone like him. But now, Pochettino has turned us into this club where we can attract those kind of managers and possibly players as well. So, and, you know... With little budget, you know, playing away from home at Wembley for two seasons, and a new stadium coming in, the uncertainty of, you know, we should be in now, and then it got delayed and delayed, and we still, he still consistently got us in Champions League places. Uh, you know, one season without buying anybody, he had to retrain Sissoko's position. Absolutely staggering. And I know a lot of fans will be saying, that, yeah, but the last year's been god-awful, and I don't disagree with that. But I think some of those fans are at risk of, of remembering Pochettino and, and his lasting memory and legacy of having a shit last year. Now, someone on Sky Sports said that, uh, one of the presenters said that he's a victim of his own success, which I think is right. We, we, were, we were wannabe top fours before he came, and he's turned us into regulars. A couple of seasons challenging for the league. Last season, Champions League final. So I think some fans, and and you know, and quite rightly so, I I think that we should be getting that every season. Like Alex Ferguson, best manager in my lifetime that there'll ever be. That I don't think there'll ever be one in my lifetime that's better than him. You know, the way that he dismantled squads and rebuilt them, but consistently challenged to where they were: Champions League, Premier Leagues. You know, but you know, 
So he could have been a victim of his success. If, they, if they'd have fallen down and struggling to get top four, he'd have been a victim of his success. So I think that's happened to Pochettino. We're so used now to being in that top four place. We kind of expect it, but, you know, Pochettino turned us into those that that team. He gave us an identity and a way of playing. You know, 16-17 season, the best season in, in memory that we've ever had in the league. Finishing second with 86 points, which the season before when Leicester won, it would have won 86 points. We just came up against Chelsea team who, who didn't have Europe and, you know, ended up getting a Premier League record of wins. But that season, you know, if you speak to anyone who knows about football, how do you know about Tottenham? We had an identity of we're, we play attractive, attacking football, quick football, and we close people down we, we, as a team. So he gave us that identity, he changed the perception that, you know, we're Arsenal's, you know, lower off cousins, you know, and, and that it wasn't about Arsenal, it was about us. So the the mentality that he changed and the identity that he gave us and, and you know, he deserves a huge amount of credit and... and you know, with the the lack of budget compared to some of the competitors around us, it's staggering what he was able to do, and and get us breaking into that top four, almost winning leagues. You know, I know that you know Man City, Liverpool, and all that had, had dodgy seasons that season, but it still doesn't take away the fact that you know, Man City always had the money, Man United always had the money, and we were able to you know. Go toe to toe with them and beat them in terms of league position. Uh, I did see a tweet from someone who who thinks that, which I think is possibly a very good shout, that the Champions League final loss broke him and he just needs a rest from football now, which I I, I don't disagree with to be honest. There's something has gone on. Some, the relationship between him and Levy is broken down in some part. I think possibly the uh, lack of signings. Maybe he was promised things that he he never got. I did read that he he wasn't going to walk, but he wanted to get his um he wanted to leave, but wanted to get his um compensation. Which whether that's true, I don't know. Uh, but I I still think he deserved his his chance to put it right. I'm just gutted he he he, he didn't get that chance. And it, it was, <laughs> like I said, it was almost like a breakup. It was just like that that empty feeling that you get. That's something that's been so important to you, which, which, as you'll know from football fans, football is more important than life. Was it Bill Shankly or Alf Ramsey said, you know, it's football. It, it's it's more important than life. No, no, it's a matter of. Someone asked him, "Is it a matter of life and death?" He goes, "No, it's much more important than that." You know, so anyone who's a football fan knows that you know it becomes part of your life. So, someone who's given us so much entertainment and joy for, and, and he said in 2014 his aim was to make us proud of Tottenham well I can tell you sir that you did that a long 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 time ago and what you've done since has far exceeded that uh, been immensely proud in the last five years to be a Spurs fan which before that it was just uh, here we go almost top four no but we've become a, 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 a team in Europe that other teams big teams in Europe maybe fear Maybe not fear, but, you know, we'll be wary of playing, which before that would never have happened. Um, and that's all down to him. Uh, that Ajax game, certainly the last kick, I don't think I'll ever forget that moment for the rest of my life. Uh, 
I remember Lucas Moura's shooting and then the goal going in. Uh, but then until the final whistle, I have no recollection of what happened. I was apparently hugging everyone in the bar, jumping up and down, and I do not remember that at all. Uh, but, yeah, he was our manager there, and, and he provided that. And the way he celebrated after the Man City Champions League quarterfinal and then that semi-final, the way he celebrated, that he wasn't celebrating as a manager, he was celebrating as a fan. As a fan. He got Tottenham. In my lifetime, he's the best manager in my Spurs supporting lifetime since 1990. He's the best manager in that period by an absolute mile. And he's the only manager I can think of that actually got what it meant to be a Spurs fan. Uh, so to see him go in this manner is just devastating. It's just it's like a fan being told to leave and never support us again. Uh, yeah, so... Uh, but He'll go on to another massive club... And he'll get backed and then he'll show us all and everybody and Levy that if Levy had have backed him and given him money, he'll win trophies. He would have won trophies. Uh, so I, I wish him all the best with whatever he does. Uh, but yeah, he's, he's been phenomenal for us. Some of his press conferences, yeah, a bit mm, some at the end. Uh, but yeah. So highlights for me certainly that uh, uh, the Champions League run and the celebrations after after the Man City and Ajax games, him crying afterwards after the Ajax game in the press conference, the last ever game at White Hart Lane where they had the uh, closing ceremony and you could see him almost in tears. Again, he got it. He was a fan. Uh, just the way we played football, that 16-17 season, the way we played football, closed people down, had an identity and, you know, went out quick, battered the lesser teams, was done by half-time. Uh, the 5-3 win against Chelsea. Uh, getting to the cup final, I know we didn't win that League Cup final in his first season, but getting 2-1, which we hadn't done for a long, long time. Uh just unfortunate we couldn't win. Uh, funnily enough, up against Mourinho, who is now the manager. So it's funny how things work out, I guess. Uh, but yeah, the the way he he, he handled himself with, with professionalism and dignity, you know, even in the bad moments, I think he's just a class act. And you hear all these stories that people have met him and no one's got a bad word to say about him. I think he's just a thoroughly nice guy and... I wish him all the best. He'll go to another club, whether it's now in a couple of weeks or whether we'll have some time off. But he'll go to a massive club. He's, he's you know, I said he, he's built all these players' stocks up. But what he's also done is built his stock up. He was Southampton manager before, you know, who, where he did phenomenally well. He's come to us now, got into Champions Leagues regularly, into a final, a few other finals, uh, semi-finals. So he, he, he will now attract the biggest club's in the world, like Bayern Munich were touted, Real Madrid, I'm not sure, Man United, I'm sure, will come knocking at some point if he's still unemployed when the end of the season, if Solskjaer hasn't done what they want. Uh, so he'll have no problems getting another job in in big club, big job in football. Um, yeah, they're my highlights, and I just want to say again, thank you, Poch, for everything you've done. Uh, it's been a wild ride. It's been a wonderful ride. It's just. So, so disappointing and sad and devastating that it's ended like this. Uh, I honestly wanted you to have the time to 
try and sort it out, but it wasn't to be. But that's the way that football goes, I guess. Um, but yeah, so I was devastated last night, devastated this morning and a little bit this afternoon, but I've come to terms with it a bit now. Uh, but yeah, you know, that's football. So that's all about Poch and how I was feeling yesterday. So hopefully we've got a new manager now. So we better talk about Mourinho and, and, you know, I didn't want him in the first place. I think that's possibly because I wanted Poch to stay. Uh, but I didn't want Mourinho because of the boring way he plays football. I've called him a dinosaur before in the fact that he, he still plays in the same philosophy that he did when he was successful, which is get 1-0, sit back generally at Chelsea. He tried that Man United with, you know, can only do that if the midfield support, you know, just in front of the defence and the defence is good enough and at Man United it wasn't, but he still tried to play like that. Uh, I did read that he's changed his philosophy while he's been away. Uh, so we'll see if that's true. Uh, but yeah, we'll go half time now, little break. Uh, and then back in a bit, talking about apparently the special one. Is he, is he still? Well, we'll see. But back in a bit. And we're back. So, Pochettino was fired last night, and then within the space of about 10 hours, Mourinho's been appointed. Turns out they've been speaking to him for a few weeks, which again, I think is fairly disrespectful to Pochettino. Gutted for him, really. Um, but he, he has walked away with 12.5 million compensation, which make and, and Mourinho's on 15 million a year, which does make me wonder why, uh, you know, Levy wouldn't spend the extra three million or two million, whatever it was, on Grealish when Poch wanted him. But yeah, he's happy to spend twelve and a half million and fifteen million. But anyway, uh, that's he that neither here nor there. Uh, so as I said, I didn't particularly want Mourinho in the first place, just because of his negativity. And and it's only a three-year project there. It's generally like he only lasts about three years at a club. Before you know, first year generally is successful. Second year fairly successful. Third year is when it all falls apart. Everyone hates him, and it becomes toxic. Leaves clubs in a worse situation than when he was. Um, so I said, apparently I read he's changed his philosophy and and his attitude. So whether that's the case or not, he's very confrontational. Uh, what I don't get is how him and Levy can coexist. Levy doesn't want to spend money. Mourinho likes to spend money. Levy wants to play youth. Mourinho doesn't ever play youth. Although I did see something on Sky Sports. They've been running a a thing about the whole Mourinho thing all day. Where he said every club in the world wants to play youth. It's just in some places the work below them isn't good enough. So whether he's referring to Chelsea and United there, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, But I, I was devastated this morning. I think I was still grieving over Pochettino and then... Mourinho came in I started to accept that it's now Mourinho not Poch uh, and I've always said I'll back the manager all, all the all these fans who are saying uh, as long as Mourinho's there or the current regime is there I'm not going on the game it's just absolutely ludicrous comment that you know you support the team you support the players who wear the club badge you support the players who play the game that's who you're supporting you don't have to like the manager you don't have to like the regime you know but you're there to support the team. So, you know, and they'll call themselves true fans, which is fine, but true fans follow the team, support the team through thick and thin. You know, thick can either be bad results, 
manager you don't like, players you don't like, regimes you don't like, this you don't like, that you don't like. It's all the thick part, and you follow them no matter what. Uh, so I've got no intention of giving my season ticket up, and 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 Mourinho has my support as a manager now. Uh, but when I, when I was deciding that and coming to terms with it, it felt like I was almost cheating on Pochettino, like being unfaithful to him, you know, after everything he's done. Gutted yesterday, he was fired, and then I was like, okay, well, I'll support the new manager. So it felt I was being unfaithful. Right? It was very, very weird feelings. Similar, like you know, to like a breakup in many ways, like, you know, you don't, you know, you have a bad break, a breakup. You don't want to go out with anyone else because you feel it's disrespectful to the person that you you've just left or has left you. But yeah, uh, let's talk about Mourinho. Like the guy is a winner. I mean, in terms of the recent memory, like the amount that he's won is is you know up there with the absolute best. And let's make no mistake about it. If he does win trophies with us, leagues, Champions Leagues, cups, what have you, if he wins a lot, you know. It should never, ever be underestimated that without Pochettino, that wouldn't have happened. Like I said, there's no way five years ago where we were trying to get into the top four that someone like a Mourinho would have come to us. The job that Poch has done in getting us into that Champions League regularly, establishing ourselves as a Champions League team, that's why now we can attract people like Mourinho who want to come and manage us. So if he does win all the trophies which his record would suggest he will do, or win some, it cannot ever be underestimated the uh, effect, the job that Pochettino did. And, and, you know, as Spurs fans, whatever happens now, we should be eternally grateful for everything Pochettino has done, you know. Yeah, terrible last year, but like that isn't the legacy of the guy. The legacy is the fact he's turned us into Champions League regulars, you know, giving us an identity, that's his legacy. Not, yeah, but ended badly, ended sourly, ended poorly, you know. And I, I fear that some of these uh, poch out brigade members, you know, just feel like, you know, think that that's his legacy and that's how he should be remembered. Not a chance. He should be remembered as the guy who's turned our fortunes around and taken us to the next level. Levy as well, you know, he has taken us to that next level. Now he's got in a manager who he's hoping can take us to a further level and win trophies. Like The, the travesty of Poch going is that he didn't get a trophy for all of his efforts and all of his work because the team deserved it and they were good enough. Uh, that's a travesty. But Mourinho has pedigree in all of that. Um, he plays boring football, or he has in the past. Like I said, his philosophy has apparently changed, so whether that's changed with it, but generally, boring football. But tactically, like one of the things that was levelled at Poch, which I do agree with, is sometimes, or a lot of the times, in some people's cases, his substitutions were very questionable. Whereas Mourinho generally is a brilliant tactician, and subs generally work for him, and he makes them at the right time. So we've got someone there. Uh I also think maybe, uh, you know, someone like a Harry Kane who wants to win trophies may have said something to Levy in the, like, if we don't win trophies, I'm getting, I'm 26 now, I'm coming to my prime. If we don't win trophies, I'm going to have to go and get them somewhere else. So maybe that's uh, played on Levy's mind. We can't afford to lose him. Let's get someone in who's uh, 
a proven winner and can win him the trophies to keep him. I'm not sure. It'd be interesting what the players actually think, you know, of Mourinho coming in, if they're excited to play for him, if they're fearful because they know he's a no-nonsense. Uh, yeah, and, and like I said, Levy and Mourinho's relationship, you know, yeah, if Mourinho says, I want this player and he's going to cost this much and Levy says, I don't want to spend that much, that's just going to end up in an argument. You know, None of them are guys that are back that, you know, will go, okay, fine, I'll agree with you. They just don't back down. So, But Mourinho must have come in and said, well, you know, this is what I want. My friend at work actually said, maybe Levy's promised him 100 million each transfer window. But that's a lot. If you spend 120 in one window, you've only got 80 left the next one. But that remains to be seen. But yeah, so I, I was absolutely gutted last night. I was angry this morning because we got Mourinho. Uh, but I've come to terms with it now. And I, I wouldn't say I'm excited. I'm more intrigued and interested in what's going to happen with Mourinho. But what I would say as well about that, there's a lot of fans who wanted Mourinho before Pochettino got fired and have wanted him for a while but what I would say to those fans is don't go onto Twitter in a couple of months if and moan if it is and moan that his football is boring because you wanted this you know sometimes a case of be careful what you wish for you just might get it now we might get some trophies as Levy sold his soul just to win trophies you know in three years we're looking for a new manager I don't know it's a big gamble from him but you know I mean, Mourinho's record speaks for itself. Maybe not the Man United record, but he did win trophies there. But, you know, he took Porto, which weren't the biggest team in the world, won them in the Champions League, into Milan, which weren't the biggest team in the world, won them in the Champions League. You know, I think he was the first manager, wasn't he, to uh, win the league with Chelsea. I could be wrong there, so I apologise if I am. But, uh, you know... And, and we're not the biggest team in the world. Now he's with us, so can he do it again and win us something big? We'll see. I think. I think. One thing's for sure. Like I, I read today as well that he's, he's one of his priorities is to keep Christian Eriksen and get him to sign a new contract. Which I'm not sure so sure about that. I think it might be a case of sitting down with him. Do you want to play for this club or do you want to leave? And if Eriksen says I want to leave, it's like okay, well. You ain't playing then, we'll just get rid of you in January and we'll play the players who do want to stay. So that wouldn't surprise me. Uh, Eric, Eric Dyer, I think, could uh, have a lot of game time under Mourinho. He's been a fan of him for a long, long time. And I, you know, he, he tried to sign him for United. I'm not sure for Chelsea, but certainly for United in, in replacement for Matic. So he's a big admirer of him and... So I think he, he will play in that, you know, almost the Makaleli role just in front of the defence like we played him in sixteen seventeen season. He needs to get fit. Um, but I, I think he'll have a big part to play. Uh, not sure about right back. Aurea, he makes too many mistakes. So I'm not sure that uh, Mourinho would like that. Uh Rose, he wanted to sign Rose as well, so I imagine he'll play quite a bit. Son, I think, speaks for itself. Kane speaks for himself. How how he'll play going forward, whether he'll play, you know, four up top or, or, or you know, not up top, but, you know, Kane, striker, and then Son behind, blah, blah, behind. Ali, will he see him as what Frank Lampard did for him at Chelsea? You know, just breaking into the box. 
Will he play with Ericsson as a playmaker? Hmm, not so sure. Uh, who will he want to sign in January? I, I, I'd be absolutely amazed if we don't sign anyone in January or, or, or Mourinho says, I want to sign this player in January. I'll be absolutely gobsmacked if that happens. Uh, a right back, I think, will be what he needs. Uh, my friend at work also said that he, he expects that to happen, so some right back to come in. Uh so yeah, um, will he play the youth? I'm not so sure. We have got a few youth players. Skip, I wonder what will happen to him. You know, he's been not in the squad recently. Troy Parrott, I think. It's good. Like my friend at work said as well, uh, which I agree with, is you know he's got no favourites or anything like that at the moment at Tottenham. So it's all on a level keel. So I think even if Kane doesn't play well, his his position isn't guaranteed. If he's not playing well, he potentially be dropped, and then you know someone else comes in. Troy Parrott, maybe. Uh, but what it will be is it'll be bloody entertaining. I'm watching Sky Sports tomorrow about two o'clock. Cause that's his first press conference, so that will be mightily interesting, uh, horrendously interesting. I, I would say, Look, has he changed a bit, or is he still confrontational and everything like that? And having a go at the media, <laughs> we'll we'll find out. Uh, uh, one thing with Mourinho which does fit with Tottenham is both Tottenham and Mourinho, they're never boring. It's never straightforward. Uh, but you know, I, I've said previous weeks uh, the squad was stale. You know, It's the same players and everything. So even though it's the same players, maybe a new manager, new ideas might be what's needed to galvanise them a little bit. You know. uh, but yeah. He does win trophies a bit, like I say. It should Pochettino's uh, influence, or not influence, but job should never ever be underestimated, and we should be eternally, eternally grateful for what he's done and he's transformed this club, made us proud to support them again. Uh, but maybe, maybe he did take us as far as he could, and now Mourinho is the one who can take us a bit further, maybe for only three years. Uh, but yeah. I think now that I've said this, certainly in the first part, I don't feel as guilty now about being unfaithful to Poch by supporting Mourinho. Uh, but yeah, I, I, you know, other other fans as well boycotting the matches because Mourinho's in charge. Like you know, calm down. You you can't be doing that. You've got to support the team. And you know, and I think those who didn't want Mourinho, if he starts winning, will suddenly change their mind. Uh, I I'm willing. I'm perfectly willing to admit that I didn't want him. I think he's toxic. Well, was toxic, but I've heard some interviews on Sky Sports today, and hmm, well, I've not changed my mind. But I've, I've thought maybe I was a bit harsh. But I'm very willing to admit that you know, if he does win trophies, I'll happily admit that my original reservations were wrong. But the, those people who did want him, if they moan that he's he's boring, then you know, you can't be doing that. But anyway, I wouldn't say it's an. Ex- I'm excited. It's going to be very, very strange against West Ham. You know, watching that on TV and not seeing Pochettino in 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 the dugout, but Mourinho. Uh, be interesting what team he picks. Um. Yeah, I, I expect now that like, something to be galvanised, the players to be galvanised, and us to pick up form. Uh, I still expect us to qualify from the group for the Champions League. Um, I mean, what are the odds now of us winning the Champions League with Mourinho in charge? He's won it twice. You know, 
Uh, that could be very interesting. Uh, but like I said before, I still think we've got a shot of winning the Champions League even when Pochettino is still manager. Um, yeah, so it, it's an interesting one. Uh, never dull at Tottenham. But like we, we have got a pedigreed winner now and a pedigreed top, top, top manager. But like I say, he's only possible for him to for us to get him because of the work Pochettino has done in, in boosting the club up to the next level. Uh, but we have got... In, in terms of winning trophies and, and what he's done in the game, he is a better manager than Pochettino. But will he care about Tottenham the way that Pochettino did? Like He's a massive fan favourite. Uh, I'm glad he's gone. I'm intrigued about what Mourinho will do. I'm happy that we, we got rid of a manager and then haven't let it linger or anything. Uh, we have just got a new one in, got a proven winner in. So hopefully he can win us some stuff. But my my fear is the fact that in three years it's done. And, it you know, he'll leave it in a bit of a toxic state. Everyone will hate him and that's my worry. Uh, but I hope I'm proven wrong. And I hope it's a successful managerial appointment it's a big gamble by Levy um, yeah Mourinho will have something to prove uh, it didn't go well at Man United when he left Chelsea that, that kind of soured so he'll have something to prove um, but yeah but I've gotten over my initial I'm still quite shocked I've gotten over my initial devastation at Pochettino going um, yeah I've gotten over that uh, so let's see what Mourinho can do. Get behind him and get behind the Spurs. So that's my uh, talk today. It's nice to get this off my chest with all the information and that's happened and everything that's happened and, you know, the situation. Uh, I would say this podcast idea is fantastic just to get it off your chest and everything like that. It's almost like therapy. So, you know, it's free on this Anchor app or site, you know. A-N-C-H-O-R, either on the App Store or website, is absolutely fantastic. So, you know, <laughs> if you find yourself stressed out with Tottenham, use that. Even if no one listens, it's very good therapy. But, like I said, as closing, like, a big thank you to Poch, and it should never, ever be underestimated what he's done for us. You know, he's taken us to the next level. Without him, we wouldn't be able to get someone like a Mourinho. So it's very important that we don't forget that in our history and that we're always grateful for him. But, you know... It's a travesty, he didn't win anything, but maybe it does need someone like a Mourinho to shake it up and then win something. I just hope it's not a three-year thing and then it ends up being toxic like it has been at United and Chelsea and Madrid. Uh, but, you know, it's an interesting time, an intriguing time, but, you know, get behind the team, get behind the new manager and, and, and everything. You know, don't, don't ditch them or anything like that. Hopefully we can beat West Ham, get off to a winning start, then beat Olympiacos, make ourselves into the Champions League knockouts, go from there, climb up the league and get into the top four, so we're in Champions League next year and hopefully on the way win a cup. Uh, I think the league's out, but Champions League FA Cup, I would say, within in reach. Uh, and then have a real go, Let make Levy back... Uh, Mourinho, and then have a real go next season. Uh, Pochettino won't have any troubles getting a job, and he'll win stuff as well. But, you know, I'll do another one after the West Ham game. Hopefully we've got a win there, and it's Mourinho's first game. So, until then, come on, you Spurs.